Man, I am glad the election is over. I really dislike talking about politics, around November especially. Unfortunately, you cannot get around it, can you? It, it affects everything. You know, every decision is made based on who might vote for you in November. That's the unfortunate thing. Politicians will lie straight to your face, knowing the details are out there. Dishonesty flows on both sides of the aisle, though, and it is discouraging to those of us who just want good things for everyone. But I must remind you as I get started, the GOP was not expected to take the Senate all along. Remember that? But enthusiasm overlooked and overtook that fact. Now, the Democrats pounce on that zeal, that zeal and vigor that everybody had, and they use it as fodder to heap on their opponents. Truthfully, all we will learn from this election is that 90% of the people in this country will never change their vote, no matter how bad things are or how bad the candidate is. That means roughly 10% of the people in the country can swing a vote one way or the other. Now, to our wonderment, voters voted a dead man into government in Pennsylvania. And no, I'm not talking about Senator Fetterman. Literally, a state representative died in October, but somehow still won his race. Republican Kerry Lake, running for governor in Arizona, seems to have lost to an opponent who would not debate her and hid throughout the campaign. I guess you could say this shows how much people pay attention. <laughs> Obviously, they don't. Let's take a pause for a thought. <laughs> Democrats won almost every single close race. Does that mean they stole it? Probably not. That means they outworked them in specific areas and regions of our country. They outworked the Republicans, that is. Regardless of which side you are on, you have to admire liberals who know where to focus and how it always seems to pay off for them. Meanwhile, the Republicans look dead in the water when it comes to focusing on where it is they need to be or on anything that we actually want. Switching to the elephant in the room, Trump has really overplayed his hand. The man cannot stop attacking anyone he sees as a threat. It looks childish and unpresidential, and the polls after the election are starting to show it. Many Republicans have had enough of his demeanor. They love his policies and how he is a disruptor, but the constant fighting towards friends and enemies that the former president cannot stop himself from doing, well, that has run its course and most folks do not want to hear it anymore. He is slowly running off his base to DeSantis, who has identical policies and is a disruptor also, but does not carry the baggage of Trump. People are rushing into the arms of anyone but 45. Now for the donkey in the room. The Democrat Party has become the party of big business, the upper class, and the upper middle class. They have abandoned the rest of society as a whole. The base is increasingly narrowing to specific segments of Americana, and they try to just focus on that. They believe that we as a nation are somehow systematically unjust. Meanwhile, many of them use their extra brownie points to get ahead of the rest of us. Now, the American public, particularly the working people, say that the United States is not racist and unjust. They just see the socialists are headed down a path to destroy the family, and if you destroy the family, community, and the local church, then chaos reigns, and all of our chances in life pretty much disappear. Republicans are the polar opposite, or at least they say they are. They believe in the family, God, and their local community to guide their lives 
and keep a cohesive and forward-moving society. But, and this is a big but, conservatives need to be unapologetic about what they believe. All right, have you noticed that now that the election is over, experts are coming out of the woodwork, telling us how bad the next year is going to be financially in our country? The downturn itself is accelerating as many of the big tech companies are announcing layoffs. Amazon has 10,000 people scheduled for layoffs. Meta has announced 10%, maybe even more in the future. Corporate layoffs are a warning sign of the coming economic crash landing. That's not my words. That is in many articles all over the internet right now. Plus, throw this in. We are now hearing about the housing market going into the tank in many areas across the country. Many cannot afford a new home because of interest rates or just because they don't have the money. Inflation is still above 7% for over a year now. That is something not seen since the Great Depression. Every one of these I've warned you about the potential for, didn't I? And many more. I am not alone in this, as many others have warned of what's coming economically for the United States and the globe. But of course, now after the election, <laughs> just about every single expert is agreeing with us. Too bad we don't have an election every two weeks or so, so we can find out what's actually happening afterwards. Those of you anticipating President Biden to be tough on President Xi, for some reason you either ignored his past or are one of those party-only voters. Because 46 has shown that he talks big, but rarely backs it up when it comes to China. The rest of us knew President Biden would not stand up to President Xi. And by us, I mean the entire rest of the planet knew he would fold up like a cheap lawn chair. So the tough-on-China president, who said he was going to be much tougher than President Trump, who during a debate in 2020 screamed that China must play by the rules, then he put an exclamation on it by yelling, period, period, period. Yeah, you have to see the video on that one. Now that same man bails on the rest of the world and gets out of the way for China to allow them to do as they please. Our Asian Pacific friends are worried. They saw how President Biden boasted about telling Vladimir Putin last year to not invade Ukraine. Yeah, that didn't age well, did it? Painting a picture of cohesion is this administration in a nutshell, isn't it? Wasn't it odd then that when the Chinese delegation and the United States delegation got together at the G20 this week across the table from each other, the Chinese had the exact same face masks with the exact same logos on them one by one, right down the line. Meanwhile, the U.S. looked haphazard with different colored masks and different types of logos, if any. You know, are we capable of being prepared for any situation when we can't even get face mask coordinated to look professional like the people across the table from you? Don't get me wrong. I am not some communist sympathizer. But the current administration goes so far out of its way to make things look exactly like they want, and they couldn't even pull this small task off. Trust me, the rest of the world notices. Some quick hitters. Every time you hear the word Russia, remember, China's military is now 20 times bigger than Russia's. Factually, their entire military is now bigger than ours. Uh, no worries, though. Here's another one for you. I didn't even mention that many people think Joe Biden is owned by the Chinese. It looks like his family takes money from them. Just something else to think about. 
Literally, nobody paid attention to this small tidbit. The UN is demanding to put Israel on trial for crimes against humanity. Seems inconsequential, but if the UN gets controlled like it appears to be headed to by the WEF, then chances are good they will end up attacking Israel either monetarily, economically with a big push there, and or physically with surrounding countries. With that added power in numbers through the WEF, they will use it if they can take advantage of the situation. I know, sounds biblical, and it is, as it has been written about for 2,000 plus years now. Well, with the elections over, it was a wild week, and, and some of them aren't even decided some of those decisions in some states. It's something we have to wonder about for the next couple weeks, I'm sure. Please, though, no matter what kind of problems that are happening in our country right now, and I just talked about some of them, do not be afraid to help in your community. You know, go out and volunteer at a food bank or go find a homeless shelter you can help with. Support your local church. These all will be shelters in tough times in the coming years. So, if you do not know Jesus, I encourage you to open up yourself to the fulfilling words of our loving Savior. My friends, put your faith in Jesus, the great I am, the only truth, the only truth that will carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.